The New Level Cap Podcast is a show about fun, friends, game design, and all things otherwise. Your hosts are Marco DeSantos and Brad Talton of Level 99 Games. I'm Chris Solis, your producer, and without further ado, please enjoy the show. Ah, do you like jazz, Brad? Music, music in my soul, Marco. That's the music in like, your soul. I do like jazz. Oh, you do like jazz? Oh, jazz is... Yeah. Jazz is very great. I really like jazz as well. I'm not. It's j- almost the 20s again. It's almost the 20s again. I mean, that's true. <laughs> that's completely, honestly true. Um, yeah. it comes around. Yeah, it comes around. Goes around, Brad. You know what else comes around? What's that, Marco? The new Level Cap podcast, where we always spend every week talking about a topic. But this time, it's special. You don't sound too jazzed about this topic, Marco. I'm very... I think you might be a little burned out. Oh, it's true. I'm not really jazzed about this topic, but I'm jazzed to talk about it. You know, because the the topic we'll have for this week, I'm going to give a blanket statement here, uh, is a very serious one. You know, it's something that a lot of people experience, something that I feel is very relevant to... Uh, modern culture especially with grind out grinding culture you know what i mean like grinding culture Mm -hmm. is like at the maximum right now where uh for people who don't know grinding culture is like this thing where you always feel compelled to always be productive always be working if the thing you're doing right now isn't contributing to your salary and or the improvement of your salary then you're lazy and you're doing nothing good you know like that culture yep and and this leads to a very big thing called burnout and uh i think one of our listeners one of our listeners uh ruby asked us how do you deal with burnout uh in the context of game design because a lot of people tend to feel this way when they test when they design when they develop things as with game development as with any other job it is work so you can get burned out even if it's quote unquote all fun and games so brad how do you feel about this in general i mean you're probably experienced Uh this way more than i have I think that there is um, a real, I would almost say, a, a disease in our modern society that we feel, like you said, that every moment has to be productive. It has to be maximizing profits. It has to be increasing uh, share. It has to be generating something. But uh, the you know the goal of life is not to to make stuff and to make money and to accumulate wealth. Those are all means to an end, and it's important to you know to keep our lives in balance. But when things get out of balance, and uh, and sometimes it's it's not a you know sometimes it can be a very insidious thing. You work just a little bit more, or you take on just one more thing, and you think it's going to be no big deal. But before you know it, you're stressed out, you're burned out, you don't. You know, you can't pull yourself out of bed to go to work the next day. Oh, that's right. And, uh, and it's not good. Yeah, that's not good. So, so that's what we're going to talk about is is burnout and an imbalance. And I think that it's it's probably – it's an important topic no matter what discipline you're in. Oh, for sure. No matter what discipline you're in, but we're going to do it from the lens of game design. So let's start off with brass tacks. I have no idea what that saying means, but people say it when they want to say get to the basics, right? So yeah, let's get down to it's the it's the real the real foundation. Yeah, let's get down to brass tacks. All right. So for those who don't know, burnout is essentially defined, at least by Merriam Webster, as many things, but for this topic, it will be defined as it's basically a state of physical slash mental collapse or like degradation. 
uh, due to the amount of work, stress, or overwork that you've experienced, right? So essentially, this is the feeling you get where you don't want to get up to go to work anymore, and you feel like you don't want to do anything. And anytime you're dealt even more work, all you can imagine is, ugh. You know, there's there's no concrete way to describe how this feels. But if you've ever been overworked, overstressed, which I assume anybody has been because of the way the world is set up, um, you know what burnout is. Even if you've never defined it before, you know how it feels, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, how about you, Marco? How's your job stress going? Uh, well, this is very important because you are you are the person in charge of my job stress. Um, I would like to say that I'm very happy with the way I've set up my life and my work-life balance because um, given the way my job is, I have a lot of time to do things that I enjoy and things I have to do. So I, every day I get at least an hour worth of exercise. Every day I get to leave my house and go do something, maybe find a new restaurant I'll enjoy. And every day I get enough sleep and every day I get enough time to play some games that I enjoy or even do other activities that aren't games. So I think... Man. So living that charmed life. Li- living the, 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 the ideal life. You know, I was talking to my mother uh, the other day. She came home for a visit. Uh, she works overseas. And um, she was talking about how, you know, it took her so long to realize that life isn't all about work and that, you know, spending time doing things that you enjoy and doing things that better yourself as a person are important as well. And she said that she's really glad that I figured that out 30 years before she figured it out. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's 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 good. I think there's there's hope yet for the future generation. Marco, we're all looking to you. Oh, geez, Brad, you made me feel really young. That's uh, that's really yeah. rough. Are, are all yeah, yeah. You know, I, I I think of you as a youngster, but you're really not. Uh, I mean, I, I'm only a little bit older than you, right? Yeah, I mean, like maybe. How old are you? That that's a question. I'm 32. Okay, so you're eight years older than me. So like almost a okay. decade, right? Um, cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm so old enough. Old enough to uh, you know to be in the same generation. Yeah, but. But not young enough for me to no longer think of you as in my generation. You know what I mean? It's like if, if I feel like you you're can, a bit you older. can call me senpai. Yeah, essentially okay. that's what I'm trying to refer to without sounding too <laughs> weeby. All right, so Brad, we, we we know burnout. We've talked about burnout. Um, as much as I would like to say that it's burnout, the game on the PlayStation that I really like, it's not that burnout. We're talking about um that thing that makes you feel horrible. Work under, burnout. Yeah, work burnout. Work burnout and game design burnout too. Um, really, design is not. I mean, okay, I've gotten this burned out on designs before, but really development is the part where you where you get the most stress, where things start to get really pushed and tested. Like when we when we are putting together a game and we're on version, you know, 20 trying to do balance, things can really uh, start to get to you. You're like, I just want this done. So Brad, I think, I think you've hit the nail on the head there, right? Because designing is oftentimes fun, right? Because it's the creative aspect of it. Where, where you're like, oh, it would be cool if we did X, or it would be awesome if Y happened. Uh, but then when you get yeah. to the portion of... You hit those roadblocks, yeah. and it's like, I don't know how to move forward, or I don't want to move forward, or it's just it's just agonizing to take another step. You feel like you've been hiking all day, and you know there's another hill in front of you. Oh, gosh. And it's... you're like, why, why? Why, why? As, as, as one of your lead playtesters, this is a feeling that I've definitely encountered. So let's let's go down the list of uh, some of the more common roadblocks that we've you know encountered during development processes, our processes. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one, you've, you've just already hit the nail on the head. Uh, it's unclear what we need to do 
to move forward. And this might sound like a nebulous thing, but let me just give you one statement that will probably capture this entire point. It doesn't feel right, but I don't know why. <laughs> this is yeah, the worst. It, it's it's it is, and it's often what it really means is that your your foundations are not good when you're designing. Like if you if you reach that point and you say it doesn't feel right, but I don't know why, it almost means that you are not in a trouble now. You were in trouble like one or two iterations ago. And and that's the worst feeling because then you know that you're really just shooting in the dark and there's no no direct path forward. Yeah, it's it's pretty rough, right? Like when you don't lay down the and, and when we say foundation, right? It's not about the foundation of the design itself, but just like your practices, right? Like you you didn't keep proper version numbers, you weren't like identifying the parts of the game that well, it's were really fun, like right. You haven't like if you if you don't see you know, what feels wrong in a game, it probably means that you didn't have a great direction to start with. Yeah. And so it, it may mean that you need to go back to the design level and actually say, hey, what what tr- kind of feeling are we trying to inspire in the players? Oh. And, um, and that's a tough conversation to have because it means that you may have to throw some of your work away. Oh, but, you know, if you want, listener, if you want to learn more about that kind of topic, we do have an episode exactly about fulfilling promises or fulfilling... Uh, the promises that you as a designer have given to the player. And it's all about understanding what that kind of experience you want to provide is. And it's it's definitely true, right? Like, Well, I think we're getting a little a little off the topic talking about specific things. Yeah, but, sure. Uh, thinking about, you know, the the kind of things that make you, you know, that can that can really run out your uh, your internal fuse. Just high volume work and repetitive work. I mean, if you have a lot of stuff to do, you have a lot of, um, you know, just like raw numbers to crunch or things to test or even files to export or oh. templates to to rewrite uh it can start to grate and it can be it can be tough to you know, to push forward through that um through that mundane work oh can i tell you so that's can i tell yeah. you how, how, who spent yesterday for six hours exporting things into tabletop sim and you probably spent ar- around the same amount of time making the cards that i exported it's it's rough, right? Like if it's it, yeah. It's taken me like three weeks to do all those revisions. Oh god! Uh, it's it's you know I've been working weekends too. Oh uh, no! I really need to stop. Don't burn out. Don't burn out, Brad. It's okay. I got a vacation next week, so I'm I'm getting in everything I can before that. All right, that's that's good to hear. Yeah, we we'll we'll talk more about how we handle we handle the stress later on. And I I feel like the last point is it's not just about the sheer volume, right? But it's also the the. It's not, it's not difference in scale, it's also difference in kind, right? Even yeah. if you do a lot of different things, but they're all similar enough to each other, then it's... That's you the- can certainly get overworked yourself. Yeah. Um, but beyond even the work, um, there is, like, you know, real life can creep in. You can just find yourself discouraged by, by circumstances around you. You know, maybe something's not going very well at home, or maybe I... You know, I encounter another game which is similar to the one I'm working on, but better in every way, or so I convince myself. Or perhaps, you know, um, a friend tries the game in its prototype state, and there's like, and you start to think to yourself, well, why am I even doing this? What's even the point? Nobody's going to like this. Everybody hates me. Oh, God. Life is is just rain clouds and thunderstorms. And then you put on the Linkin Park music, and then give me reason yeah so you know de- depression is a real uh 
force that can lead to burnout too. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And um, again, we wanna we wanna make it very clear that um, in 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 the second half of this episode, we're gonna be talking about how we deal with burnout and how you can probably avoid it. Uh, but again, I wanna make it very clear that burnout is a very serious thing, and if it's lasted for more than a, just a few days, maybe even more than just one day, you may have an actual like mental health problem and we highly recommend that you go to a professional to help you with that problem this podcast (laughs) i I don't know about a day i would give i'd give you like you know like a a week or two but if you if you really feel like you know that uh i mean depression is a real thing and if you feel like it gets in the way of your work it is worth talking to a professional uh to see you know if there's anything behind it yeah um and sometimes the the best remedy is to just talk uh, just to to you know share your feelings with other people, and it's good to have a good network of friends. Oh, for that sure. are that are there to support you. But we could talk more about that uh, in the second half. Yeah, in the second half of this episode. So, Brad, take us to a mental health break. Um. All right. Yeah. Let's all uh, let's all woo for a little bit. All right. Be right back, everyone. July 4th weekend, Level 99 Games will be at Anime Expo in Southern California. Swing by our booth and play some Street Fighter Exceed. A special 7th Cross promotional poster will also be available. See you soon! Bring it, bring it, bring it back, bring bring it back, bring it back, Marco. That should just be the, that should just be what we... That's just, that's just, that's that's it. Oh, welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to my dulcet tones and Brad's Eurobeat dubstep beatboxing. Um, uh, sure. If that's, I'm pretty sure none of those words can describe what I did there. But not, none of maybe them. it's beyond words anyway. Yeah, maybe maybe you have transcended all forms of actual critique and have reached and touched upon true art. You know. And true art. Yeah. Once you've once you like like all art in existence is just art. But when you reach your level, Brad, you reach true art where it is beyond any criticism. You know, it is just universally yes. good. And um, I, I, I'm, I've I've reached that Duchamp tier finally. <laughs> all right, Brad. Before we burn out on true art, let's talk about how we deal with burnout. Maybe some of our own personal experiences with burnout, uh, so that our listeners get a good idea of how we've dealt with it. It seems like we. Both of us are well-adjusted people who have dealt with burnout before. So maybe we can impart some knowledge onto our listeners. So are are you ready to give people some knowledge? Yeah, let's begin knowledge transfer. All right, begin knowledge transfer. All right, so for me, right, um, the pinnacle of my burnout was actually in my college years, especially my fourth year of college, where, um, no lie, I gained over 20 pounds due to the amount of stress that I received. That's not healthy, right? I tell you, it's it's definitely easy in college to to get burned out, and I certainly experienced a bit of that myself, oh. uh, especially like junior and senior year. Really? Uh, oh no! Yeah, yeah, tough times. I I mean, I I just didn't really know what I wanted to do, and I think that's that's something that the world doesn't really prepare us for, uh, or that colleges at least don't really prepare us for, is that unless you already know what you're going to do, uh, there's not a lot of resources to help you figure it out <laughs> yeah that's that's true because you know. the, the ultimate irony of it and why i feel like 
you know, this is a different topic altogether, but why I feel like our modern educational system isn't doing its students enough justice is because, like, in, in the first year of your college, right around the time where you're becoming cognizant of, like, the amount of challenges you have to face in the future, they're like, you decide your life path right now, you 17-year-old, and you're like, uh, oh, no. <laughs> and if you didn't know that you wanted to be a lawyer, doctor, engineer, or whatever these generic other jobs Board are... Or game designer. Yeah, like, you then then what do you do, right? You go into a course and then you work hard at that one thing. And then what if suddenly three years into it, you realize I hate this and I want to do something else. Like, what do you do then, right? It's it's really rough. It's tough. It's tough. But that's 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 our lot in this world, right? Yeah. Um, There's no point but... about idealizing about a perfect world. You got to learn how to live with it. So, so, Brad, how have we... So you, yeah, so you reached this point, Marco. Oh, gosh. And... How so? What do you? What do you? What did you do to uh, to break through your own mental block? So really, it was a lot about. So let's make it very clear. I didn't break through it until a year after when I was already working. Um, but really, a lot of it was support. Right? Uh, we talked about earlier the importance of having uh, close friends and a you know a support group. And I feel like um, some of the people that really helped me there were my partner. Uh, shout out to Kay for helping me, but also, it's it was my parents. Filipino culture is very family centered. In fact, for people who don't know, adults or kids don't leave their parental houses until they get married. Usually, so you could be a twenty four year old man still living with your parents, and it's perfectly like acceptable. So, um, really, during that time in college, it was really about my parents giving me the support, and uh, both my parents are great, and it's it's really about how they were able to like help me get through it like because even though at the end of the day it's it's really rough especially when you come to that realization three four years in that oh no i actually don't want to do this for the rest of my life um that's 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 really tough and it it you really need good support from not just peers but also people older than you because they've they've probably experienced these kinds of things before and have more things to talk to you about right and like they just give you advice that your peers just cannot, right? Like your friends will just tell you, oh, just tough it out and all of this stuff. But your parents, your parents know, right? They're like twice your age or something. So, mm-hmm. so they yeah. definitely know. Well, and it's, um, you know, it's tough too when you're working in a more self-directed environment. Um, so it, in my case, I can work as much or as little as I want to and figuring out uh, what the right amount is to avoid uh, being burned out is, uh, is pretty tough because it feels like you can always do one more thing, right? Yeah. And uh, it feels like there's always a little bit more time until there's no time at all. And and then uh, and then what do you do? Like, what do you let go of? And things start slipping through the cracks. Yeah. You know what you let so, go of, Brad? Your sanity. That's, that's what slips. Yeah, really, you do. You let go of all the things that are keeping you sane. Um, and so... You know, for me, um, I think it's 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 definitely important to keep in touch, you know, with your parents. And um, you know, I have I, I have a spouse, so I always have someone to talk to if uh, if I am feeling down, which is really nice. Yeah. But um, but it's it's good to have a good network of friends, a good network of coworkers, of family and extended family, uh, people that you know that have a vested interest in your success. For sure. And um, I would say another great thing to do is to play games uh play games for fun play them for yourself um i find a lot that when i'm getting burned out it's when i need to step back and play some games and find my inspiration again 
and then I get bored of games and I'm very inspired to make something better for uh, than what I've been indulging in. So, um, so it's it kind of forms a, uh, a a virtuous cycle for me at least, but it's it's also easy to spiral into a vicious cycle if you're not careful. For sure, I think one thing I really want to point out at this juncture is is you said play games, find inspiration, but really to me what that sounds like is take a break, right? Like like there is no absolutely no shame during your actual work hours to stop working and spend five minutes just breathing or doing something you find enjoyable. Because at the end of the day, bumping your head against the same wall over and over again, thinking that that's productivity, is probably the biggest trap that anyone has ever fallen into. Because at the... Oh, yeah, it's true. At the end of the day, it might seem like you're, quote-unquote, wasting company time by spending five to ten minutes, I don't know, like watching a YouTube video or just browsing Facebook. But if that makes it so that your mental health doesn't deteriorate over the rest of the day, it means that you'll be way more productive. It means that you'll have a clearer mind. It means that you'll be able to tackle the tasks it's, better. It's, yeah. And that said, it's good it's good to pace yourself. I find that if I take like an hour and go do something else, it just completely throws me off. Oh yeah, for sure. But taking, you know, like I do take like a solid hour for lunch and I try not to work through lunch if I can avoid it. Mm, that's good too. You know, take some some sanity time for yourself. Um if I'm uh if I'm really really stressed out, um I just google for for cat photos and I look at cat photos I like until it. I feel better. Ideal. That pro strats from Brad. This is the dark dark secrets. The, the, the dark <laughs> secrets that the Egyptians knew about. That's why they venerated cats. Um, no, but really, it, really, it's true, right? Like, like searching cat pictures yeah. to most people, when you say that to like a very, like a typical person, it's like, you search cat pictures at work, that's a waste of time and stuff like that. But it's not, right? It's ultimately not because it, it increases your productivity over the course of the entire day rather than decreasing it. And that five minutes. But that's, minutes, but that's really, but that's really not even the point. Yeah. The point is to, is to keep yourself from uh, breaking down. You know, is to step and also to step back because as we work, we do get tunnel vision, right? You do get really zeroed in on one thing. And sometimes it's easy to lose sight of the big picture. And a lot of times you realize there's a bigger picture and you don't even want to see it because you'll realize how far you've drifted, right? Yeah. Like I start doing something that's routine and rote and I get into it and I get four or five, you know, like steps in. And then I say, wait, I could probably be doing this more efficiently or smarter or better. But I am so caught up in it. I don't even want to see that bigger picture. I want to keep working and just grinding away at at the problem rather than solving smarter. Yeah. So um, so it really is a uh, a real thing that's you know you just got to step back and uh, and take a hard look at what you're what you're really doing and what you're really accomplishing and and also why why, uh, why and how yeah why and how very important and again I, I feel like I feel like you've hit a nail on the head here where. A lot of the time, burnout often comes as a result of people simply just not wanting to think, right? Like they think that yeah. they think that not critically analyzing their situation and not looking at how you can be more efficient means that they're gonna get burnt out less because they're thinking less, right? Because doing rote, yeah, rote work is you know, quote unquote easy, but it's not. You get to the point where it's like it's four thirty, and you know I can't really start something new, and I can't really go home because I'm. You know, I'm on the clock, so I'll just grind something out that's meaningless. But no, it's not 
a good thing to do. Yeah. You know, don't uh, don't fall into that. Work smarter. Work smarter, not harder. And, um, and if, I mean, just take 30 minutes of personal time if uh, if it comes to that, you know. Yeah. Like, do take the time off early and, um, you know, and, and bank it with your family because that uh, that that's what's really going to matter in the long run. Oh, for sure. You know, I have a I have a friend who works at an office and essentially he's a very smart guy. So he he finishes a majority of his work super fast, which means that he has a lot of free time and rather than grinding out that time, uh, he just takes it to rest, you know? Like like he finishes an hour or 30 minutes early and instead of like choosing to just grind out this menial task, he thinks of ways to, you know, make his work tomorrow more efficient. Or, better yet, just takes a break. And at the end of the day, that's fine, right? Like, like ultimately, that's how you should handle it. Brad, I think you've you encroached, into another, encroached upon another point about family and taking personal time. Live a balanced life, everyone. You, 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 life, life is not just 90% well, that is, work. That is and, the best way, right? Yeah. The best way, yeah. The best way to avoid falling into any kind of rut is to... You know, is to keep keep things in balance and, you know, look after your health physically, mentally, spiritually, you know, uh, keep keep in touch with all your different groups and uh, and just try to, you know, just stay just stay in the middle of things. Like um, there's a, uh, a Chinese proverb that says there's there's too many laws when all you have to do is hold to the center. Um, and it's and it, that's my rough translation, but it it kind of means like you don't need to follow a lot of rules to get through life all you need to do is not go too far in any one direction makes sense right you know don't be too nice but don't be a jerk to everyone yeah but anything yeah and anything that tries to categorize that any kind of you know set of rules or code of you know schedules or whatever is is just getting in the way like there's there's really nothing more to it than than hold to the center Paladin oaths suck, right? <laughs> yeah. You've heard it here on this podcast, everyone. Paladin oaths suck. Yeah. I mean... But um, yeah. the, the truth of it is that, yeah, our real capabilities are very rarely our actual physical capabilities. So working until you drop, that's going to stop being valuable about, you know, 60, 70% of the way there. And anything that you use between, you know, between peak usage and and capacity is just going to be lost. Yeah. Right, it's just wasted time. So don't hurt yourself for it. Yeah, it's true. It's true, right? Like so, so in, in college, especially this is this is like the peak. This is peak cram overnight sessions culture, right? Where where you think mm-hmm. working from one a.m. to seven a.m. for your test will help you, when in reality it just doesn't. Because that one a.m. to seven a.m. work that you did uh, while you were sleep deprived, probably like yawning constantly, and probably like barely awake would have been easily accomplished in probably two hours if you just did it during appropriate times instead of 1 a.m to 7 a.m right and that's that's just not <laughs> useful uh, at the end of the day and it's the biggest trap that people have ever fallen into um i've said a lot of traps but really it's it's that right it's this culture of of burnout wherein burnout is glorified right if you work until you drop you did right and that's just not correct yeah it's it's uh, it's it's true and it's it's uh, it's very easy to to look at anything we do and say I could be doing more or I shouldn't be doing this I should be doing that instead because that's productive, yeah. and um, and it's really it's not true anything that you do for yourself uh, simply because you want to do it is valuable yeah and uh, and that's really 
I mean, that's really the stuff of life, right? We can't do, um, you, you know, you do, if you if you you only get to live once. Right? Yolo. And you have to, yeah. I mean, Yolo, right? And you uh, you have to you have to get done all the stuff that you want to do because nobody else is going to be able to do that for you. Yeah. So if there's something you want to accomplish, or if there's something that you want to do, you know, I keep I tell myself over and over again, I'm gonna go and play this backlog of Steam games. And yet, um, I never sit down to do it. <laughs> Maybe it's time to uh, to do something for myself one of these days. For sure, um, for sure. But you get the you get the point, right? Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's 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 uh, it's a it's a tough balance. It's a tough balance. But anyway, uh, but Brad, again, the, let's uh, make it very clear. Yeah. Let's make it very clear, right? The, we've we've given you a bunch of methods, a bunch of things that we personally do that help us with our burnout. This doesn't mean that these will always help you, the listener, or whoever's listening or watching this, right? Like, everything is different for per- for everybody, right? Maybe you don't yeah. want to talk to your parents. You just got to, you know, know thyself. Know thyself, as, yeah. As they Under- say. Understand and, and listen to yourself, right? Like, like don't ever yeah. let yourself be deluded that if your body says, I need the break, that that's you being weak, right? Like, that's, ne- that's almost never the case. Your body's telling you you need to break. Because you need it, or else something bad will happen. Um, also, let me make it very clear that anything that we've given you is no substitution for actually just going to a trained professional if you'd really actually need a trained professional to help you seek, with your problem. Seek actual medical advice if you're worried you have a, a real uh, a real physical or mental problem. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's, absolutely, it's true. There's no shame in it, right? There's no shame in asking help for not these days. Yeah, I mean, like there was a time. I mean, there was a time when there was shame. Yeah, there was a time where the world uh, and we're lucky that more, we don't live in that. Right? Yeah, we're lucky we don't live in that. Yeah, world we, we're lucky we don't live in that world right now. And right now, as of this very moment, there's absolutely no shame. And asking for help when you really need it, you know, it's yeah. no shame, right? Mental dis- mental mental sicknesses are sicknesses, and you go to help for sicknesses. That's it, right? But anyway, um, since we've we've gotten through that, and we talked a lot about what we do when we're feeling stressed or or when we push ourselves too far. I think there's there's you know a few simple things that you can do really to to just try and pace yourself. And these are things that I've had to do, certainly as somebody who sets their own hours. And I'm sure you've had to uh, experience some of this too, Marco. To a degree, um, yeah. It's ve- yeah. It's very easy to work in the wrong direction. And building good metrics, good processes, and um, and good ways of working is uh, is critical. So if I am, you know, I have to figure out a problem, you know, build a method to solve that problem. Decide at the beginning how you're going to reach the end. And uh, and form a plan. Don't just you know shove your way through it and figure it out as you go. That's a great way to spend a lot of extra energy for very little outcome. That's true. Um, I the, I had an old teacher uh, in my high school days who gave me a really nice proverb. I forgot who was the quote, uh, but it says, "Begin with the end in mind." Right. Always start tasks knowing what you want to accomplish. Knowing what the end goal is. If you just go there to do it just for the sake of doing it, you're going to get lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I would say also, especially for those of us that are that are working our own schedules, like, uh, you know, like uh, self-employed folks and contractors and college students, um, you know, set yourself a schedule and keep to it. If you block out um, an hour for yourself, then make sure you take it. If you, you know, block out eight hours to work, make sure you stop when those eight hours are up. Oh, that's so don't, important. Uh, don't keep doing one more thing. 
Um, what a lot of the great authors have said is that the best time to stop writing is when you know exactly what's going to happen next. When you when you feel the when you feel you're at that peak moment where you could keep on writing for hours, that's the best time to stop. Oh. Because that's when that's the that's what's going to help you come back to the table tomorrow. Ah. If you throw if you throw in everything you've got right now, you burn out and then you sleep in the next day. Oh. It's more important that uh, that you get back to the typewriter the next day than it is that you crank out an extra three hours tonight. Yeah, it's if the idea is really good, it'll stick. Oh, for sure. Um, I just want to give a little thing here is that so so for people who don't know, my schedule is a bit weird to kind of match up with all the American times that I have to keep up with. And and that yep, yep. means my day, my work day actually ends at around 2 p.m. And that's really rough for scheduling because not because right not because I have no time but because my body doesn't feel physically tired by the time my workday ends right most of the time you end your workdays at like five p.m. six p.m. and that's around the time where your body call it a day yeah, yeah. You're, that's around the time where your body starts going oh we probably should be cooling down so we can sleep at around nine or ten right but I don't have that right I end at two p.m. usually the peak amount of hours where you're usually active the most. And it and it's rough. I used to essentially during playtest days, especially playtest all the way until seven p.m. for fun, right? And and then that burned me out so bad. And then I realized yeah, how important really get to how important the scheduling thing is. Because even if your body doesn't feel it, even if your mind says you could keep going, you just have to stop because yeah. it's like I said, the limit the limit of your valuable work is very rarely the limit of your actual physical capabilities. Yeah. It's true. You know, the last that last thirty percent does not generate full returns as much as the first fifty seventy percent. It's absolutely yeah. true. It's absolutely true. I fell into that trap, but I've learned over time, and with Brad's help, we've gotten into a schedule that that works and is hopefully productive for most of the day. So, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. Yeah, I think that one really wraps it up, and I hope that you guys have hopefully learned a few things or picked up a few useful tidbits of advice. We didn't really talk too much about game design, but uh, you know, everything that's useful in real life is useful in game design too. So make sure that, uh, you know, that you put it in, that you put it to use. And if any of this is useful to you, I hope you leave us a comment, tell us about it. And if you have some uh, thoughts about how to get through stress and burnout that you have experienced and you want to share with us, we're always looking for new tips too to help us get through our uh, stressful lives. Oh, absolutely. So, sure. Yeah. So leave us a note and thank you so much for listening. Thanks so much for listening. And again, Brad didn't list this down earlier, but if you have a question you want to ask us, again, whether it's about design or things tangentially related to design, like Ruby asked about burnout, please tell us in the comment section as well. And we might make it a future episode of the podcast. Without much else to say, it has been me, your host, Marco DeSantos, also known as the Mechani mental health boy and with me has been my amazing well-adjusted human being co-host brad take a break tell me ah i, I like that i like that thanks so much for listening this is so bad this is so bad marco it's so good. all right we're calling it everybody you guys have a great night don't forget your special action as always happy gaming thank you world of indians thank, thank you and, and good, good night. night the new level cat podcast is produced by level 99 games Join us next Wednesday for more design talk and shenanigans. Thank you for listening.